limitations nor deviations. And be sure to smash that like button. Let's go. You really adopted the dark. I was born in it. As the room fill up, like I said, the name is Law Nation. Let's continue to grind to shine. We're going to talk about the playmaker. Shout out to 105.3, the fan. We're going to listen in to some obvious information about how he feel about Odell Beckham and more. More and more. More and more. Come on. Where do we stand at in the NFC? Shout out to the East. But y'all know we the beast, right? We dominate that. Let's get it. Come on. Ain't no party like a cowboy party. Come on. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Come on. Come on. Hey. Ho. What's up, everybody? Appreciate you so much for jumping in uh, as we proceed to head into week nine, right? This is week nine, and we coming off of our bye week, and I think that the Cowboys rested up good enough to really prepare themselves for the rest of the season. Nevertheless, one thing that you got to do when you feeling good about your team is to do self-inventory, right? Make sure that you cover everything. Uh, it's kind of like after you write your thesis statement, make sure you proofread it again, right? Or go back over the things that you did. Stretch out all of the horrible things and elevate the highlighted things, okay? The Cowboys so far right now, 16th ranked offense. Just a couple of weeks ago, we was ranked 27th. So we improved in that category, right? Uh, a few weeks ago, our special teams was ranked right at, uh, I, I would say, 12th. Now we are ranked 5th in the National Football League, according to PFF and their stats and their accolades. And the defense, overall, we are ranked 8th, right? In most of their categories. So we improved. Last year, we was harming around this time, believe it or not. We was the 18th ranked defense around the midway of the season. And then we finally climbed all the way down, believe it or not, to the 12th ranked defense in the National Football League. First on third down and first in takeaways. Are we a better defense this year, juxtaposed to last year? Yes. Are we a better special team unit juxtaposed to what we were last year? Yes. Now, as far as the offense, that is the area that we need to improve on, ladies and gentlemen. And we can clearly see that we miss Amari Cooper, right? We miss some of those explosion plays that not just was he was able to do, but what he allowed for other guys to do, right? It's a give-take-give type of league. Sometimes, you will miss the meat worrying about the potatoes. But I'm trying to tell you guys, this is a full plate of food right here, and you got to make sure 
that you eat the meat so that you can get the right nutrients in your body, right? Shout out to those who eat meat, by the way. <laughs> but here's the situation. The Dallas Cowboys heading into this week, week nine, they got to make sure that they're eating the right nutrition, right? And how you do that is doing a self-inventory, right? Where can we get better at? Never feeling too comfortable where you at and try to improve on. And, yeah, best rapper alive says pause. Yeah, get your mind out of the gutter, baby. Yeah, I appreciate you. Shout out to the vegans out there. But you guys know what I'm talking about and the pescatarians and everybody. The vegetarians, all, all, all you can get protein from everything. But you guys get what I'm saying. But here's the thing, Cowboy Nation. This particular team heading into this week, Listening in to what the playmaker had to say. Let's break that down. And then we'll go over the matchups. And then we'll listen in to what they had to say about Tony Pollard heading into this week, too. Because there's some questions out there. And very, very, very questions to raise your eyebrows about this team and say, hey, man, uh, can we get this thing on the road going the best way? Let's listen to 105.3 The Fan. <laughs> okay, keep that high. We don't need to see that part of Michael. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, listen, man. Yeah, I'm telling y'all, dog. Listen, I, and I just got up. It's so funny. But let me tell you now. Let me tell you. And you guys always. I, Odell is built to be in Dallas. He's been wanting to play in Dallas for a long time. So so I, I, I believe, if anybody asks me, that we do have the upper hand right now. It, it, the Rams aren't doing, you know, he's not going back to the Rams with the way they look right now. And right. And, and, and where he's not going to Green Bay with the way they look right now. Right. And so so it's, it'll definitely be Dallas. I think he'll have that opportunity. And now here comes the here comes the thing. You know, we, we, we I, I wonder what that number is and where that is. Because they'll have other opportunities. Jerry just has to get in and get it done. Mm. And, and the good thing, you're not giving up any compensation. You're not giving up, you know, any draft picks or anything. So, so, and it would be a, it would be a great get if he can get Odell. Odell always, well, I don't care. I, uh, maybe I shouldn't say that. But Odell, Odell, I, I, Odell would love. I believe. I believe. I ain't never heard this from him. <laughs> he would love to play for that. I, I shouldn't say I never heard that from. Him. Let me just sell with yeah. you. Know what? I'm there's two people. There's two people on this planet that I know for sure it's hard for them to lie if you corner them enough, and that is one being Jerry Jones, right? He just he's just gonna tell you everything, the secrets to the uh, the lunch codes and everything if you really corner him, and maybe you have to give him a little Johnny Walker blue, but you really don't have to really <laughs> to give him to tell the truth. So he talks too much, right? And Michael Irvin, he's gonna be passionate and he's gonna talk his mind and he's gonna give you the truth regardless of how you want to receive it. He's gonna spit it out at you. And those two guys right there, they're going to leak some information. Shout out to him. Shout out to 105.3, the fan, Sean, and RJ. And, and shout out to, to the playmaker, you know, <laughs> because he's trying his best. He's trying his best to say, hey, you know, I, I don't want to put this man on the forefront. But that's just the reality of it. Let's listen to more what they have to say. Yo, I don't want to have to answer that to God. 
Because I don't want to have to answer no lies. I done put enough things out there got to answer for I'm trying to hold back on those. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying. So, so, but yeah, I know yeah, he would love to play for the Cowboys. But I do believe the Cowboys will have it up for him if they go after strong enough in the right way. Michael, how concerning would the health be coming back off this injury and what he could give you for the remainder of this year? Listen, we ain't – here it is. We ain't worried about what he gives us for the remainder of this year. We know we can get through the remainder of this year, Green Bay. You look at the schedule, we can mm-hmm. get the remainder of this year. We need him back getting ready the remainder of this year for the playoffs. Don't come in here with all of that like we need to do to go and catch a million catches and all that. Let's just work them in. Work them in. Work them in and get them ready for the playoffs. That's what you do. That's, that's what that's what that's what the Rams did last year. And then, you know, he went when he got in there, he, he, he was the best player on the team in, in that playoffs. And it was ready to be the best player on that team in the Super Bowl. But you think he could be that final missing over the top piece? Well, over the top is the core. Is the word? I think Dallas is still good as he is, mm-hmm. but over the top would, would would be what we're looking to do right here, especially with the way uh, uh, San Fran is going to come now with Christian McCaffrey and the way Philly is playing right now. You would want to get that over the top piece. When do wide receivers, in general, lose a step? You know, because he's he is thirty now with two injuries to that eight, to that knee. You know, like I know I know I know everybody's different, but like, is there like a kind of a a time that you remember where you're still fast but you ain't quick anymore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but actually, now you know, my my first knee surgery, I came back. I thought I was faster. I had man overtrained that knee and overtrained <laughs> that knee because you you you, you got to get it right in your own head. So you got to overtrain, overtrain, overtrain. And when you go into the game, you got to see it's the strongest thing on my body. I told you guys, I couldn't believe it. Because remember, I had, I didn't come right back on my knee surgery. And then we got Mike Worsett. And Mike Worsett was selling me because he saw I was mentally beat. So we sit down talking to me. He was like, you know, Mike, it takes six joints. It requires six joints to run. He wrote them all down. Hmm. You know, hips, two hips, two knees, two ankles, and all that. He said, you got five of them working perfectly, two hips, two ankles, and one knee. He said, one that's off, and we're going to strengthen that. He said, how can, if you six components and you only got one, how is it that this should be a problem? This is easy. Mm-hmm. This is easy. We can, we can strengthen this one component, master five, we're good. Right. And I, and I was like, man, that makes sense, man. This dude here, this dude's scientific about it, man. <laughs> And I, and, and I asked Clay, I said, Coach, where'd you get all of that, man? How'd you break it down? He said, man, that was just bull I was giving you. You need to believe in yourself. <laughs> 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 hey, man, it's a good, it's a good conversation with the playmaker. And, and uh, shout out to 105.3, the fan. Uh, <clears throat> it's the same knee that he have, uh, had to have surgery on, right? And... There are reports out there that the first original surgery was a botched job, right? Uh, it wasn't de- wasn't done correctly, and it popped on them. And one can argue that you can strengthen that by by reattaching and putting it back together, and and make sure that you correct what's wrong, right? Some people have to go back-to-back surgeries not everybody is uh granted to have a dr cooper right 
And if I'm an NFL player, I'm knocking on the door for Dr. Cooper, you know, versus whoever he went to the first time. But I get it. Uh, injuries, part of the game. And um, when you look at the collective, you, you got to ask yourself, if you bring in somebody of this pedigree, would you want to rush him? No. <laughs> I truly believe what Michael Irvin said. Ramp him up. Slide him in for the bigger picture. Playoff time, right? But make sure that you insert him in with enough time. We got, what, nine games left? That's plenty of time. It's a season for most people in college. You got plenty of time to make sure that he can get on the same page with the team and what have you, rhythm and things like that. Because when you pull up the injury report for the Cowboys, it's not like all of our wide receivers are healthy anyhow, right? And the Cowboys waited too long past the deadline to get a wide receiver to help out C.D. Lamb, right? That's the issue right there. Where can we find a wide receiver to help out C.D. Lamb? What if I told you guys that right now the person that been less on the injury report was the guy to come out from the ACL, and that's Michael Gallup, right? We've been having these situations with the Cowboys on this injury report for wide receiver, Noah Brown with his leg, right, and his neck. You know, we don't want to play around with that. Of course, you know, you want to make sure that you grab the umbrella, right, just in case it rains. That's what the weatherman is saying. Hey, 95% chance rain. You're not going to play around with the 5% chance that it don't. So that's what we're saying. Hip pointer for C.D. Lamb, right? So we, we got to look at all of that and ask yourself this. Okay, do you bring in a guy that you can slowly bring forth so that when playoff time come or in the latter part of this season come, that he will be ready? <laughs> be ready so you will not have to get ready type of talk there. And when we look at this injury report, we see James Washington, right? They slowly bringing him in, right? And we see Noah Brown on the injury report last week. So I'm not pulling things out of thin air, but it will behoove the Cowboys to make sure they bring in somebody, right? So that's just what I'm saying. Uh, and Chris Davis, shout out to him. Shout out to him in the chat. He says, uh, Odell Beckham don't want to play in the cold plus his family is here in Dallas, right? I, I heard reports like that, right? Murphy Brown says the Eagles are 8-0. and oh, Thank you for reminding me. Uh, shout out to you, uh, Sadiq with Charles, Melanated God. Appreciate him too, or her. Appreciate y'all. Eagles, Dolphins, Super Bowl. I feel you, Murphy Brown. Lassay says Odell is coming to Dallas. Get ready, Cowboy Nation. Appreciate y'all. Thank y'all, man, so much. How about them Cowboys? I see you, Melanated God. Appreciate y'all. Um, and on top of this, Cowboy Nation, we just try to better your best. That's what we're looking at right now. And when we start talking about this matchup situation for Green Bay, just understand, I want their best, but I'm not finna give them not my best. And I hope that that's the mindset of the Dallas Cowboys. He said, I've never broken it down like that. I just had to come up with something because I see you for lost <laughs> memory. I, I can't believe I bought that job, man. I bought that because that's, you know, I needed that hook. I needed that hook. Oh, they all find a hook and come through it. It's just, yeah. it's a mental thing. 
You know what I'm saying? I, and I wouldn't know what it's like going through two of them because that that would have ran me crazy. But but when I, yeah. when I when I chat with him, he seems in great spirits. And I'm telling you, just like he hit the other day when he tweeted out, you know, a lot of my family down that way on my uh. side. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, he he knows he's dropping right some 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 what they call bird feed. Mike, what do you think about the criticism, the notion that Stephen Jones is too conservative to make a signing like this? Uh, the, uh well, this, this this is where Jerry would step in and say something here, yeah, in some kind of way, you know. Hey, hey, before he go into that point, so I, I do agree with, hey, if you 30, you, you just hit 30, he hit 30 uh, November the 4th or 5th or something like that for the Odell Beckham. And you're trying to get that big bag. I don't blame him. So I, I would I would definitely mention the Cowboys, right? Let's see how much money or how much more attention I can get out there, out there. So you know, so I'm not, I'm not dismissing that, right? But it's obvious that he, if he got family here, right, and he talk about that he do not want to play in the cold weathers of the worlds, you know, in that part of the world, then yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, I think he get cleared when Cowboy Nation do he get cleared uh, this Friday, right? So his eligibility. Maybe this weekend or next weekend that you guys may hear some type of. We got breaking news out of Frisco. The Cowboys signed. You know what I'm saying? It's not about. And and this is the thing. It's not about who I want. Right. And it's not about me being right or wrong on who they signed. I'm not the guy that walk around to say, hey, I'm right. I'm right. Y'all wrong. Y'all wrong. I'm I'm the guy that look at it like this. I'm trying to have the Cowboys to stick to the philosophy. Run the ball, right? Understand that when you're passing the ball, make sure that it's not seven and eight dropped in coverage, right? Let's play sound football. Play the field. Don't rush it. Play football. Don't be trying to play Madden, right? So that's how I look at it. Shout out to you, Jim Laws. Appreciate you. Uh, Iceberg Slam says Sanders was a unicorn. Rare. You know, yeah, I agree. But let's listen to more what they have to say. This is where you got to hold on and pull aside and talk to the guys like Mike Parsons <clears throat> and, 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 and uh, uh, in a CD land. You know, uh, just like Jerry talked to me. And, and all us guys about bringing Dion in. You know, you got to have those conversations. And mm-hmm. I think Parsons already said it when he when he put it out yesterday where he is with you, you know. Because it, it, it got you guys, you got to be about just one, hey, man, I want to do anything to get to a damn Super Bowl. Yeah. That's what I want to do. I want to get, and when we talk about bringing Dion, it was like, we want to do anything <laughs> to stay in the Super Bowl. If we were willing to do anything to stay in the Super Bowl, you certainly should be willing to do what you need to do to get in a Super Bowl. So, you know, that's just you got to talk to those guys, but that kind of talent, that kind of personality, to bring in that kind of talent, that kind of personality. But I but I don't see where that would be an issue. Mike. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, Sadiq, we appreciate you so much for your love and support. 
She says, uh, law, I see, I must snitch. There are 322 in here and only 75. Come on, y'all. Come on, man. It, th- that just is worse as what Richard Sherman said on a podcast, you know, about who should be defensive player of the year. And he didn't even mention, he didn't even mention Parsons. Come on, man. Who you Come on, man. Come on, y'all. Bro, come like... on now, dog. Come on, man. Bro, come on now. <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. That is so funny to me, man. Come on, man. Y'all hit that like button, man. Share this content. Shame. Uh-huh. <laughs> come on, y'all. Shame. <laughs> Shame. Oh, my goodness, man. And I appreciate you so much, Sadiqwa. Let me know when your birthday is uh, for next month, that, that date. And I got something for you, Sadiq. I appreciate you so much for your love. Michael Irvin here on The Fan. Are the Green Bay Packers done? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hate saying yes. I hate saying yes, but I told you I, don't, I, I got enough stuff to answer for up there. I don't want to put you. Yeah, I don't want to say it. And then the players think, oh, this is the easy way. Because Aaron Rodgers would love to steal back all his glory with this one story. If he can win this game, Somehow, some way, he gets his power back. So they always beat the Cowboys. I know the Cowboys. We all know how many times we knocked them off on the way going to get our Super Bowl. So the, yeah. the Cowboys have to be ready to go down and crush. Them. I mean, crush. Them. But they're going to play their best football game that they played all year long this weekend against the Cowboys. No, no doubt, no doubt. So from uh, Michael Irvin aspect of it. Uh, he's saying that basically, hear me out, that if the Green Bay is looking for any game that they can get their feet up under them a whole lot better, it will be this weekend, the game of the week, the Dallas Cowboys versus the Green Bay Packers at 3 o'clock or 4 o'clock Eastern time or however, 3 o'clock Central. So I get all of that, the game of the week. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. Dak Prescott, you know, I I, I got to tell you guys that we should too. This should be the game that the Cowboys should be looking at saying that, hey, we're just as good and better. What, it was three years in a row they went 13 and what have you, 13 games for the Green Bay Packers, who had the number one seed last year in the NFC, right? So I'm looking at all of those things, and I'm sitting there saying, hey, yeah, you guys may be down, but we still we still owe you one, right? Or multiple ones, right? So this one, the Cowboys need to get out there and be victorious. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. When you look up their particular injury reports, they got a lot of people, a lot of loose ends, right? Campbell, the linebacker, he's out. Uh, the other cornerback, he's questionable. Well, Campbell is questionable according to this chart. Christian Watson, he has not been uh, the type of wide receiver that most people thought, right? And Romeo, where art thy Romeo? He's out, right? And they try to be coy with it with Aaron, not Rodgers, but Jones. He's questionable, right? So we'll find out down the line who 
we going to play against the Green Bay Packers. Which team is willing to be out there on the frozen tundra, whatever they call that stadium, whatever. You know, however you want to get it, the Cowboys better bring it. And we got to showcase our skill set and our ability because at the end of the day, there's a zero in front of excuses when you play against teams, regardless. <laughs> zero excuses. Uh, Aaron Jones is from CNIX. His plan, let him play there. Because that's one guy that I'm looking for. I'm looking for, right? So uh, that's just how it goes. They, they, may, they may have us in a situation where they think that they're going to run. That's okay. Yeah, you know, appreciate y'all so much. Let's listen to more what he had to say. Last one, and then we'll let you get back to your soccer <laughs> matches and everything. Uh, Jimmy John- Jimmy Johnson is going to join us tomorrow at seven twenty. Have you tried to what What is the reality of of him and Jerry's relationship? And have you tried to have you tried to get Jerry to to put him into the Ring of Honor? Why is Jimmy not in this thing? I think it's a joke. Yeah. Look how long that pause was. Come on. Now, now, now I'm telling you. Uh, let me see how he's, because it's hard for the brother to lie. When I said that thing earlier about that there's two guys that can't lie, because when they do, they horrible at it, right? Um, it goes all the way back to Thanos, you know, when, when old girl tried to lie to him, and he was just saying, I forgot, the uh, was it Gamora? She She was trying to lie to him. And uh, he said, that's one thing I know for sure. You're not good at it because I never taught you that, you know. So sometimes we can find out when someone is lying. If somebody got that exact phrase, I want to I wanna have it so I can make sure I dub that as a drop because I, it is what it is. <laughs> you know, Sean, there's some things that sometimes, some, some areas that – you just kind of let, let let grown men work out. Mm. You let them go, you let them work those out. You know, <laughs> those areas. Hey, they, their situation goes way back to, I guess, you know. They, college. They, they, college, they, man. College days. No, I don't go way that way. You know, so, so. I know they played on the same team, but the issue don't go that far back. Let me rewind it again. Let me rewind it again. Watch how long it take this man to give them an honest answer. And when it take that long, you're lying. You know what I'm saying? But but we know it because we you can't tell a lie because we can see right through it. And we know what's going on, Playmaker. Jimmy Johnson is going to join us tomorrow at 720. Have you tried to what, – what is the reality of of him and Jerry's relationship? Watch have you tried to Have you tried to get Jerry to, to put him into the ring of honor? Why is Jimmy not in this thing? I think it's a joke. Watch how long it take him. Put the, top, put the timer on. Yeah. <laughs> You know, Sean, there's some things that sometimes, some some areas that you just kind of let, let let grown men work out. Mm. You let them go, you let them work those out. You know, <laughs> those areas. Hey, they, their situation goes way back to, I guess, you know. They, college. They, they, whatever, college, they, man. Holidays and all of that stuff, you know. So, so, so yeah. Yeah, I kind of I kind of let that one work its way out. You know, I tell I stay cool, with Jimmy. Jimmy, I love Jimmy. Talk to Jimmy all the time, of course. And, and, and I talk with Jerry, but rarely talk to each of them about any of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You just kind of let that one that work its way out. But uh, but he, he certainly belongs in the ring of honor. I haven't seen you out there on. 
He finally said it. He certainly belongs in the ring of honor. So somebody time stamped that. You know how long it took that man to say, yeah, he, he's, yes or no. <laughs> but you got to you got to you got to do those things, man, uh, to ruminate a little bit before you get to your answer. Uh, Cowboy Nation, we all know, we all know the reason why. And the Cowboys, Jerry Jones, need to do what's right. Go ahead and put the man in the ring. How you have the man, the people, in the ring that he coached? You know what I'm saying? But not the coach. It don't make sense. On Jimmy's fishing boat, you're not interested in getting out there on the water? Oh, I've been to an event, and I've gone fishing one time. But the one time was all the two said, oh, no, we ain't doing this again. No. Hey, no doubt, man, no doubt. All right, so, hey, everybody that's watching right now, let's uh, share this link. Uh, it's going to be in the chat there. Uh, that's 105.3 The Fan. You can listen to the full interview of The Playmaker. And uh, 105.3 The Fan, Sean and RJ, is about 15 to 16 minute long. And you guys can get right into it from there. Shout out to them. And be sure to hit them up on multiple outlets like Twitter and as well as Twitch and Instagram. And, and of course, YouTube page. So appreciate them uh, all the time. Uh, shout out to you, Mary Lon. Appreciate you. And I got your date, uh, Sadiq. Well, she's born December the 18th. How about that? Uh, appreciate you uh, for all that you do. Uh, somebody was mentioning Tony Pollard, right? And they was talking about how many carries and things like that. I, I, I kind of over, I saw it, but not disappear. But, you know, shout out to you because this would be a great segue. Let's talk about Tony Pollard and let's keep this show rolling. Y'all good? Y'all ready to strap in? Let's go. Put your seatbelt on. Let's go. The split between Pollard and Zeke and your old colleague John Machota had an interesting note this week from Skip Pete, the running's back, running backs coach with the Cowboys, saying that they have to keep Pollard's snap count around 30 per game. Mm -hmm. He said, quote, I think that's probably his max as far as a play count because then the juice isn't the same and he's not as quick, he's not as fast. Mm. When he had that long run against Chicago on third and one, as soon as Pollard got to the sideline, he said, Coach, I'm done. I'm done for the game. Mm. Does that explain why the Cowboys have been hesitant to give him more work, why they keep giving Zeke a lot of work, because Pollard just doesn't have the natural endurance, or as the game goes along, he wears down more quickly? All right, so that that's a great observation. And I tell people all the time, the law of diminishing rates of return, you want to find that nice number for levels of productions that you want to get out of your said player, right? And I, I get it. We, you know, we talk about law of averages. We talk about a lot of things from a, a financial piece or from an economics aspect of it. But the actuality of it, the more you use the drops of the production you would get out of those type and styles of caliber of players. Now, there's there's been research studied uh, on the Derrick Henrys of the world where it's the adverse. 
you do one or two rush for him, you may seem as if though he's not doing anything. But he's consistently wearing down the opposing team. The opposition is getting tired, and he is gaining, and he is gaining. And then before you know it, third and fourth quarter, he busts open a real big run. We had a guy like that before, too, DeMarco Murray. He was that guy that the Cowboys didn't figure out in 2012, 2013. And then they realized, hey, you put the ball in DeMarco Murray, he may give you probably one or two yards the first few series. But, man, as it wears down and that that frame of his wears down on you, all of a sudden he busts one for 50, you know, for 30. He, he's, he was that guy. But the problem was the trade-off between DeMarco Murray and the attempts was he eventually would, would fumble the ball. <laughs> that juggle would eventually play basketball with that football. And that, that was his warts. And, of course, he, he kept getting injured at the wrong time. But who remember that St. Louis Rams game? Uh, it was St. Louis at the time. And DeMarco Murray, boom, boom. You know what I'm saying? Back to back, just, just gashed him because he had the ability to wear down the opposing team. And when the Cowboys did their research, they found this guy by the name of Ezekiel Elijah Elliott, right, out of Ohio State. He rarely put the ball on the ground. And he was a mixture of what we're talking about, of a DeMarco Murray, right, and a mixture probably of a Derrick Henry in this aspect, whereas he's going to give you some wiggle, he's going to give you some finesse, and he's going to give you power, and he's not going to drop the ball. He's not going to fumble that thing. Just He just didn't fumble the ball. And then he didn't have his fumble problems, I, I, I believe, not until, um, what, 2017 or 2018, one of those years he kept fumbling the ball, and I knew that it was all up here. It was all mental. The NFL got him, you know. Uh, the NFL had a <laughs> an axe to grind with the Cowboys, and you know they they did all types of things to uh, to get into his mind. But we can only imagine in 2017. We're going all the way back. If you don't suspend a man for six games, the Cowboys finished the season nine and seven. If we win two more games, we're in the playoff. Or I believe even if we would have just won one more game, we would have been in the playoffs. I'm with the record of saying that we are plus four games with Zeke in 2017. But that's old news. Splash says Pollock breaking tackles lately more than Zeke. Uh, that is that is the solution there. Splash. That is the solution from what we can see. But he's breaking tackles with the limited amount of snaps or reps that he has. We have yet to see Tony Pollard with 16, 17, 18, 20 attempts, right? And a lot of times, it was back in the early 2000s, right, Cowboy Nation? Early 2000s, right around that time, that after... You played the Ravens, that's a guaranteed L, even if you won, right? Because that team, the physicality that they brought to the table, Big Sarah Goose, may rest in peace, Sam Adams, and all of those boys, Ray Lewis hitting you sucks, hitting you left and right. The next game, 
your lows because you're still battered and bruised. And what I'm trying to tell people, that's not what I want out of Tony Pollard. I think that he's explosive. I think that he brings a lot to the table. But there, there's this law of average or law of diminishing rates of return or marginal returns, if you really want to get technical with it, that you just don't want to give so much to him. But you want to utilize him, right? And that's why I come up with 10 to 15 at the max. At the max. Touches. Now, snaps are different, right? Snaps meaning that he's on the field. But I'm talking about touches. Let's listen to more what they have to say. It's hard. I'll just say this. It's hard for me to believe he said I'm done for the game. Now, if he said it, he said it. Um, and, and that would explain some things, but there have been times and we've talked about some of these games more last year where he had like a big return against the saints or whoever was made big plays, uh, against the Raiders to keep them in that game and then disappeared in overtime. I I have a hard time thinking, yeah, he, he was so completely out of gas. He couldn't get back in there. Yeah. Here's the thing though. Um, know your limit, right? I would prefer someone to be honest with me, right? Versus someone to be like, yeah, I can do this. I can I can pull the tote, right? I can get things going. When you fatigue, fatigue makes cowards of us all. Shout out to Jimmy Johnson, right? But sometimes there's caps to it, limits. You don't want to get out there just because and say, hi, I'm greedy. I want to prove to the world I can give 20 to 25 touches. And now he runs out there, fumbles the ball, right? Memory fatigue, miss out on a block because you're whiffing over here. You need a spell. And you out there and you whiff on a, you whiff on a block, and then all of a sudden your quarterback get creamed, right? The drop off, you, you, you got you open, but you're not ready to catch the ball because you're fatigued. I don't want that to happen. Kudos to my guy, Tony Pollard, to tell Coach, hey, man, I'm through. I gave you my all. I gave you my all for those three touchdowns. You can't put me back out there, Coach. I I would really respect that more than the guy who's trying to press, 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 and then something breaks down, and now he's out for three to four weeks. So kudos and shots out to him. I give a lot of credence to those guys who got the ability to say to themselves, hey, man, coach, let this other guy get in. And those are things that we didn't get out of my guy Jason Witten for a couple of years on the latter part. Like, Jason, sit down now. We appreciate you, man. We appreciate you, man. Come on, sit on down, man. This other guy right here can benefit and help this team if he get in right now, right? So that's just how it goes. Uh, and, and another note to this, Cowboy Nation, and there's no shade or no jade at this. That's how you win games, right? That's how you win it. For two or three more touches. Clearly, he's never been a – he wasn't a 20-carry-a-game running back at you know Memphis. He played receiver as much as – he did anything, and and so I, I get that, but I still think they have left some opportunities on the table. Mm. 
Now, now before they go into the, and I, and I know people going to talk about size and everything. Uh, you know, he's too small. Like, come on, we can clearly see that. You know, Tony Pollard is not a frail, small guy, small guy, right? He's bigger than Warwick Dunn, right? We Warwick Dunn was a a starting running back, uh, you know. So it, it, it's one of those things that you got different body shapes too, styles too. If you want to get really technical with it, the ectomorphs, the mesomorphs, the endomorphs, and all of those things, those morphs, you know. And when you're an ectomorph, I think that Tony is more of the ectomorph uh, 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 type of frame. Uh, they just have different body makeup. And the punishment that they will, will receive sometimes linger a little longer, right? But uh, if you look at Zeke in, his, in this frame and how he's built, He's far from ecto. He's in that middle. Yeah. Which one is the middle? Is it meza <laughs> or is it endo? You know, he's more of that type of breed of running back. So when we look at that from that aspect of it, of course, we would say, yeah, I want somebody that can withstand and endure. You know, a mesomorph. You know, somebody can say, hey, man, I'm a mighty morph. You're the Power Rangers. <laughs> Legend Beast, appreciate y'all, man. Those bodybuilders out here, man, that's really into it, they'll break it down even further because you can't be in between, I heard, right, uh, as far as your frame and how you build. Uh, the la- and, and the words of Herman Edwards, you play to win the game. You know, shout out to you, Leon. <laughs> you know, <laughs> lost in translation, said, Mighty Morph. <laughs> hey, they become Mighty Morph when you put Ezekiel and Tony Pollard in the backfield at the same time. They become Mighty Morphs out there. So that's what Kelly Moore need to do. He need to just join it and have them out there to be Mighty Morphs. <laughs> that's a good one, baby. David? They've, they've left some meat on the bone, as a, as a previous Cowboys running back uh, once said about his workload. Um, you know, I, 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 I don't think it's any coincidence that every coaching staff that has ever worked with Tony Pollard doesn't give him a high usage rate. I right. mean, you know, his number of touches uh, from scrimmage, uh, runs is 14 in the NFL. He never had more than 17 uh, wow. carries in any college game. Um, you know, you go back a couple of years ago when we first started having this debate, and late in the season after he started to be used more, Tony Pollard uh, didn't look the same at the end of the season. He he looked a little beat up. He didn't yeah. have that yeah. uh, explosive edge. Now everybody can can get hurt, and, and you look at that. But but I just think this is so persistent with how they use him. Uh, and you know they have all the GPS information they track right. from practice all the time, and and apply it to games as well to kind of monitor these guys physically. I I think they have determined. There's no question in my mind that there are diminishing returns on Tony Pollard once he hits a certain um, you know usage rate all of that being said I agree with Tim uh, that is your overall baseline that you want to use but in a particular game where it's late so what he's lacked some explosiveness so instead of a 18 yard run off right tackle he gets you seven yards I don't know that that's a bad thing. I- now, now, that's another thing that you got to calculate. Like, what is we, – we don't know. Basically, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know what he looks like 
when he's over his rate, right? We don't know when he lacked the explosiveness what he looked like because he never got that chance. He could be one of those guys that still run fast, right? Still, look, we used to play hide and go seek, and then when it got nighttime, shoot, everybody ran faster at night. It's just the ideology that you're running at night. And then for those who out there, don't let you take your shoes off, shoot, you run even faster. You know, shout out to those who played hide and go seek back in those days, you know. <laughs> and the lights cut off, man. Man, you can get to running fast, you take your shoes off, man. Shoot, you, you speedy Gonzalez around this mug until you hit a sharp rock. You're like, ah, you hit the sharp rock. But then your feet get tough enough, that sharp rock don't stop you. You know, shout out to those who do grounding. <laughs> you know, when we was young, we, sure, we, we were picking up all type of energy from this earth. Didn't realize it until you got older, you know. Oh, you get pulled energy from the earth on your bare foot? Hmm. <laughs> Maybe there is something. I, I think there are certain games where you can jump out there and use him more. But as far as his overall usage, I, I think they've settled on a good spot. But you, but each game is something where you can argue. Well, wait a minute. Why? Why are they neglecting him here? You think the off week enables Zeke to play this week, or you think they go another week without him? I think it's very likely he plays this week. Um, you know, he's played with the brace before. I'm sure he would do that. He thought he was getting better in that last game. There just wasn't – it didn't make a lot of sense and for where they were uh, to, to kind of push him on that. But, again, that's different from last year too, right? He could have benefited last year by sitting out a, a week yeah. or two and refused to do it. So I think after going through last year and, and seeing uh, how that injury minimized him and with the bye week coming up, he was, he was convinced of, okay, Okay, uh, no one's going to question that that I'm here for this team or that I'm I'm slacking in my responsibilities. So I I will take this extra week, take the bye, and then come back against Green Bay afterwards. That that was always the plan as as far as their approach. My my thing is with Zeke, uh, and, and they they would know this week. Uh, I think today um, we would see some some stuff out there. Shout out to the media. Or it could be tomorrow. If my guy Jay Form is in the house, shout out to you, man. Let me know uh, whether or not, you know, how those guys are looking at practice and camp. Well, not camp, but at practice or what have you. But you would need a solid week from those guys, right? Zeke and, and I think Sam Williams, he'll be ready. A hooker, he will be ready. Let me see if I got any true information on this. Y'all bear with me. want to be sure with this. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Twitter. There's always a good resource to pull information from, by the way. Uh, so Todd Archer, he, he, he reported about an hour ago, the Cowboys won't begin James Washington practice window this week. With three games in 12 days, we got that time. <laughs> Y'all know how they go. you know. There won't be much practice for Washington foot to get up to speed. So return is up in the air. But Mike McCarthy said he is close. Now, I hate to go back to the Odell Beckham situation because I'm about exhausted of talking about it, Odell. This is the reason why you make sure that you have an insurance policy about this, right? So that you will leave no excuses at the door, right? Because what will happen here? You pretty much wasted an entire offseason with the James Washington situation, right? 
if he's not available. And I brought up this point last night on the final word. ACL injuries are one thing, but your feet, your feet, everything, baby. You know, you got to make sure that your feet together. There are storylines out there that if you got bad feet, it, it, it would mess up your ankle. It would mess up your knee. It would mess up your hips. It would mess up your stance. It would mess up how you feel. Right? Some of y'all need to soak y'all feet tonight, right? <laughs> you get some Epsom salt and some other stuff, some alcohol, the, the, the green kind, and just get yourself a foot massager. You know what I'm saying? Put your feet in there, hot water. Don't even make it warm. Make it hot. Ha, ha, ha. And you get your feet in there, watch your whole mood change. It would change your whole mood. It will. Your feet carries everything, right? So what I'm trying to tell people, and I'm not a doctor or, or a foot doctor, however you call them, a podiatrist, whatever you call them. I'm not that, but I can tell you one thing. You don't need to read any books to know that, man, if your feet bad, dog, you ain't going to be able to do anything. And I, I, I can tell you guys right now that James Washington – if he lose some of his explosiveness, he, he never was that guy to give extreme separation. He's similar to Gallup, but shorter. He's a guy that's at the top of the route, explode, high point the ball, pull it out of the sky, got a little wiggle at the top, right? Not that great off the jam. You got to slide him inside to get separation in the slot and move him outside occasionally. But that's just how it goes, you know? So... The Cowboys are looking at that wide receiver Odell Beckham to see whether or not, you know, in case James Washington can't step up. Now, this this is unique, and I tell people all the time that the Cowboys in the month of November being used as a pond, right, you know, for views, ratings, or what have you, which, by the way, finally, they finally agreed with us and gave us three home games, right? Three, go three home games in a row. But we got the trade-off is we got 12 games. <laughs> we got 12, uh, three games in 12 days. So there will be the war of attrition, and what I don't want you guys to look at it, if we don't play up to the kind of caliber of offense or defense in those stretch of games, charge it to the schedule. Charge it to the schedule. If we get three out of the three, remarkable, brilliant. If we get two out of the three, that's even great. But one thing for sure I don't want to get one out of three or zero out of the three. We got to be on the positive end of that. So that's what I'm saying with this whole situation and scenario. Um, <clears throat> as far as the injuries, um, Chris Davis, appreciate you. Uh, Verdi says three home games will help, right? Because normally, you know, Verdi, they, they will put us in a blender. <laughs> It'd be one home game, and, and they'll be in the middle, and we will have to go on the road on the front end and go on the road on the back end. But, but now they finally understand, look, 12 days, you got three games. 
<laughs> that's a lot, you know. Uh, that's a lot of games in that in that situation. Uh, McGee says, is that a trap game? No, nah, I, I don't see the Green Bay as a trap game, but I see it, it, it as an important game, right? It can be a get-right game for Green Bay if they – if they put up some good numbers, right? And even from the moral aspect, let's say if the score like 28 to 27, right? Cowboys win on the last play. They would morally look at that and say, hey, man, we, we, we see some things that we can work on from the Green Bay perspective. But that's bull sugar from us because I want us to be dominant, dominant in that game, dominate that game. If the Green Bay want any wins down the line, beat, beat the Eagles, right? <laughs> I think they play the Eagles in the next three, four weeks. Beat the Eagles, right? But they better not try to use us as that get-back game, right? That's right. But when we look at everything, the matchup aspect of it, points per game, that's climbing up. We went from 18 to now 22.9 thanks to that big Chicago's game. Shout-out to them. Points allowed, we're still at 16.6. That's not bad at all. I'll take that. Green Bay on the flip side. They average seventeen and seventeen point one game. You know that seventeen point one a game. Hey, that's the lowest I believe in Aaron Rodgers' career. They coming off of a five game. What they lost five games in a row, right? Right. So it's 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 crazy for them, right? Treacherous waters. And when we look at total yards per game. <clears throat> Pay attention, we had 332, right? You might as well round it up, 333, right? They had 361. Uh, they averaged more passing yards, and we averaged more rushing yards than them. And then when we look at yards allowed, of course, we allow more yards, and one can argue that if you look at their defense, 181 yards allowed and 138. We allow more passing yards, and we're right in the same wheelhouse with rushing. So it is what it is. Chris214 says three games in 12 days is ridiculous. NFL need to stop that. Yeah, they could have threw a bye somewhere in between that. But it's because of the the way we got Thanksgiving uh, aligned and things like that, that it is, it's hard to – bypass all of that the only way that yeah the bye week we would have to have the bye week a little later on down but my only thing my only argument to that is that I kind of liked where our bye week is right now right or or was at right now midway right down in the middle and I do like we got two road games coming off of our bye I feel you I feel them on that and then we got Bam, those three games in a row, I believe. That's how that schedule works out. So it is what it is. Uh, Miguel Ramirez says trap game. I don't think it's a trap game. Remember we lost to the one and four Jets. Uh, this is from uh, Wade. Yeah, we did lo- lose to them. Um, but in actuality, not like they blew us out, though. The media made that that noise louder than what it was. We had a touchdown taken away, and then we had a uh, a obvious pass interference on that two point conversion. But that's a story of another day. Um, and I feel what people do; they go all the way back to that to that time frame. And the goodness of it that was the old regime. 
right? That was Jason Garrett era. Now we in Mike McCarthy's era. So we'll figure out how Mike McCarthy, and if your team Mike McCarthy, put it down in the chat. Put it down in the chat. Let's talk about that too. And what else we have as far as information? It says right here, Cowboys, Zeke, Sam, and Hooker will practice today. Anthony Barr will be limited at best. Okay, Cowboys will wait another week for James Washington. That's from John Mishota, so he had a little bit more up-to-date information. Let me see what he's saying now on his Twitter. Shout out to John Mishota. Uh Okay, they got practice pitches and stuff like that. Zeke working the courts, you guys can see. So he's working to get back out there. Keep in mind, keep in mind, if the Cowboys really – Wanting to, um, how can I put this in the best way? Extend Tony Pollard, right? You got to have the mixture of both. Remember what I'm saying. I don't want Tony out there for 18, 20 snaps, right? Or touches, right? Unless we can put our hands together for Malik Davis season, right? <laughs> What's up? What's up? <laughs> Appreciate everybody, man. Law, if they do go get Odell Beckham, when do you expect his his time to be uh, out there, okay, or, or dispute? Let's say the Cowboys sign Odell Beckham next week, right? Breaking news out of Frisco, Texas. The Cowboys signed Odell Beckham. You know, um, <clears throat> I, I would think that they would do the same gear up like they did with Anthony Barr, right? Right. Slowly bring him in. You would see Odell working the courts, right? You would see him out there on the courts. You would see him um, <clears throat> doing a press conference, of course, and and I, I would say you keep it the same. You keep the same thought track, him being ready by December, right? And you shouldn't rush him. You shouldn't rush him. Barry Watkins says, uh, don't tease up, law. You know, <laughs> tease you. I tease y'all just a little bit. Uh, D-Champ says, uh, Coop disappeared a lot, you know. Uh, I feel you on that. <clears throat> but that will be my notion. That will be my notion of it, you know, uh, to slowly bring them in. Let's not rush them. You know, you can't rush perfection. But <clears throat> it should elevate also the other guys. It should. The only problem that we may have with all of this, believe it or not, is James Washington. And it's a good problem to have. Why spend, you know, what's that saying? Why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? And that is what Stephen Jones is banging on the table. We got a guy with just a foot, not back-to-back ACL. We got an ACL guy already. We are not finna be the ACL boys. And he's gonna look for the cheaper route. Whereas, Jerry Jones may be looking at it like, hey, I got more years behind me than in front of me. I'm trying to win now. And they're going back and forth with each other. I promise you they, that's what they're probably doing. And then somebody 
Chris Hall and one of his boys way in the back saying, what about T.Y. Hilton? You know, <laughs> so there's so many things that could be brought up about this with the wide receiver. And they can be saying, well, I tell you what, we will see what James Washington looked like next week because we can't really, you know, we really don't want to rush him. And we'll see what he can do. <clears throat> That's just how it goes. <laughs> and this game would take a lot of that too. Can the wide receivers that we have step up on the road, right? Play up to their optimum. The Noah Brown, can he snap, snap back, get out there on the field? Can we see a good look from Michael Gallup and C.D. Lamb? Now, if all three of those wide receivers look suspect, these are against better DBs this week than what they had the previous week. Zaire Alexander, he's still no one to sneeze at. Eric Stokes, he's hot and cold at times. You got Savage in the backfield. That, that guy, he's still, he's still good, right? So we got to look at all of those things, right? Beat the Packers, right? So this is how it is. Terrence Schwartz, yeah. <laughs> right, so they're going to be looking at all of those things. That's the only thing about the Dallas Cowboys. We move, but we move at our speed. We don't move quickly. We don't haste anything. We measure twice, and they try to cut once. But we'll talk about it all the way, right? And they disregard, and I hate to say this, but this is facts, write it down. They disregard what the players bag for and bang on the table for. Newsflash, this is not the first time that Parsons lobbied for a player. Do y'all remember? You know, he, he lobbied for Von Miller. He did. He was like, hey, man, I can't wait to play with Von Miller. Von Miller, yeah, I can't wait to play with you. You know what I'm saying? And it never manifested itself into that, right? He he lobbied for Bobby, right? Come on, Bobby, come on over. It didn't, it didn't work. So sometimes we can have players to lobby for a player. And we can get all excited about it. We can say, yeah, this guy's finna come in. But it's up to the Jones family <laughs> to go with it, right? And the Jones family, shout out to them. Shout out to them. <laughs> but they they come up with a lot of things, man. We was close. Had the contract. We was writing it down. And the, pink, and the, and the ink on the pen ran out on my way to exchange the pen. Another team scooped him up. <laughs> yep. Uh, Antonio says uh, we got Damone. Yeah, yeah. And we 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 gave Damone Clark his honeymoon, right? We gave him that, Chicago Bears. But in actuality, now we're looking at it like, do it again. Do it again. Do it again, right? I'm not going to make the bed comfortable for him. I gave y'all his, his film analysis and what he did. Now do it again. Because just like I looked at his film, now the opposing team, they looking too. All right, what are his tendencies? Okay, let's see if you can bring it back, double it back up. So it's just what it is. <laughs> JD is, says, uh, he come up with the excuses, yeah. So it's just how it goes, man. Uh, Zeke was never explosive as Tony Pollard in his first four years. Not even close. This is from Lobo. Stop it, Lobo. <laughs> Stop it. Stop 
it. <laughs> that Steelers game playing in the in, in against that team. Shoot, did you see what he did in that game? Shoot, the following year, uh, was it the following year against the 49ers? Did you see what he did in that game? Zeke been explosive. Hey, you know, uh, in, in that Detroit's game and and uh, go back to that playoff game in, in, in the first year in 2016, Zeke was explosive that year. But what, what we can't do is, is try to compare someone's chapter one to another person's chapter 13 or chapter 16, or et cetera, you know. Right now, Tony, he's good for us, but let's not use that as a way to knock Zeke, right? He's good for us, right? Do it again. <laughs> Do it again, you know. So, you know, it's just how it goes, man, objectively speaking. When we go back and look at multiple games, right, we need to figure out how to use Cavante Turpin too, right? He's explosive. Let's let's put it on that, you know, if you want to talk explosiveness, right? But so far in the National Football League, in the National Football League, the explosions that we utilized and used, I can use the same argument and say that Lucky Whitehead was just as explosive as Cavante Turpin. Because Cavante Turpin haven't got the chance and opportunity to be available like a lucky whitehead in his offense yet. And when I look back at the tape in 2016 when we beat the Green Bay in Lambeau, in Lambeau Field or, or at Green Bay, however you want to call it, we utilize lucky whitehead. So this should be the game <laughs> if we want to go back into the past. We should utilize Cavante Turpin. <laughs> let's use let's, let's utilize Cavante. Let's get him on a deep pass down the field uh, to open up everything. And let's use him on a, a jet sweep some more. And let's get things going. Uh, Cowboy Nation, I really appreciate y'all so much for tuning in for this episode. Be sure to hit that like button, share this content. We will open up the phone lines a little later down the line this week. Uh, keep in mind, I will be going out of town, so the format of the station will change. But I really appreciate you so much. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining me for this show. Uh, shout out to Ezekiel Elliott. Shout out to Tony Pollard. Shout out to uh, 105.3 The Fan and anyone else that I mentioned, Coach Mike McCarthy and beyond. The matchup for this week. It should be a good one. Y'all know I can't stand the Green Bay Packers, so let's go and make these things right for us this game. Let's prove it. Let's prove it that we belong, right? <laughs> Even though they may have us as the upper dog, right? You know what I'm saying? Because we ain't nobody's under. I appreciate y'all so much, man, uh, for tuning in. Uh, we need Odell TTV. Appreciate you. Thank you. I feel you. Best rapper alive. Who is J-Dub? Appreciate you. 199 likes. Appreciate you. Let's say. Pay me in likes, baby, if y'all like what y'all heard today. And show some love on the Facebook with hearts. Right? Shout out to you, Jessica. Thank you. Take care, Leon. Let's stay focused. Let's continue to fight. Prize fighter, even when he's falling. He's continued to swing. Because he know that any punch could be that one, right? 
any blow to the head can be that one. Sometimes you got to hit them in the stomach, make them fall to their knees, right? Cowboys always tell you guys, just continue to fight. Shout out to Beard Nation, right? <laughs> right? Shout out to my brother. Tonight, we'll be doing the Brothers Podcast tonight, the Bearded Bros. Y'all stay tuned to that. I don't leave until tomorrow, but things will change for this week. I should be back. I should be back by Sunday. But keep in mind, if you want a thing bad enough to go out there and fight for it, to work day and night for it, to give up your time, your peace, and your sleep for it, if all of your desires of it makes you quite mad enough that you don't get tired of it, and it makes you hold all other things tight and cheap. If life itself seems empty and useless without it, and all that you scheme and dream is about it, if you'll gladly go out there and sweat for it, fret for it, plan for it, and lose all terror of your mind for it, if you will simply go after the thing you want with all of your capacity, Strength and scorcacity with faith, hope, and confidence is their pertinence. If neither cold, poverty, or famish, or fame, or sickness of your body or brain can turn you away from the thing you want, if dogged and grim and besieged and besetting with the help of Almighty Cowboy Nation, stand tall. And even if you're not a cowboy fan, you will get it, Cowboy Nation. <laughs> and those who watching you following Law Nation, let's go baby That's been my time I really thank you all For your words And remember You're listening to nothing but The best Y'all want to run it up <laughs> We can do that Let's go Thanks for the support. Sadiqwa, Splash Brother, Chris, two, one, four. Appreciate y'all so much. Let's roll it again. Yeah, it's a fire on. One love, baby. Come on. Charge it to the game. I'm with L, yeah, I'm with T Black, I'm with Reverend now. I'm with Bay, yeah, I'm with Jay, yeah, I'm with I am awake. Are you appreciate you? The Mon Davis. Roll Tide. Torres, appreciate you. We appreciate you. Just rock what's on the shelf and I'm not feeling it. Search for the one, but baby girl, it's nothing real as this. Come on. Can't trust a soul, I keep a hammer. Call it to the jet. One love until next time, DC for life. They blow that fire out. Thank y'all. Salute.